Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who once let his friends write ass brunch with Nair on his stomach. Joining me on this podcast is a friend who's never used hair stripping chemicals on me, Laura Arnold. Why? <laughs> Why did you let your friends do that? Um, well, first of I, all, they're not really friends, clearly. Well, you've met one of them. I have? Yes, uh, Ashley, who we had on the podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, two weeks ago. Um, she was the <laughs> part of brunch. Um, so, what happened? was uh, myself and Ashley and my good friend Bria were all um, having fun one evening in college, like one does, and um, there was a bottle of Nair in the room that we were in, and I was like, what is this? I didn't understand what it was, and they're like, oh, it's a hair removal product. You just put it on, and then it falls off, and I was like, what? And they're like, okay, we'll show you. So they did a little bit on my leg, and I was like, oh, this is really weird and seems dangerous. Well, then they decided, oh, well, let's take Q-tips and let's write words in John's body hair on his stomach. <laughs> so they were going to write their names, Ashley and Bria, and they and Ashley got to A-S and then decided to finish it with another S. And then Bria got to B-R, and instead of finishing it with IA decided to go all out and put unch on the end of it. So it went from Ashley Bria to <laughs> brunch. And so for many, many months after that, mm -hmm. the faint words sprawled on my stomach were <laughs> brunch. And not a human knew about it. <laughs> Ever. Because <laughs> John never had his shirt off. Even in the shower. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Don't know why I did that. Well, I guess it was because, like, oh, I'm, you know, this will be a funny story. Maybe one day I'll have a podcast. <laughs> Radio will come back in a big way. Electronically. And I'll just tell this story on it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. That's, um, that's what that is. How are you, Laura? Uh, happy to say that I've never used hair removal products on you. As am I. <laughs> Uh, what is today's theme? Well, um, we've been attempting some new things recently on the theme front. Um, some of them to dizzying failure and others to less stumbles. Um, and to, today is kind of a throwback to uh, the good old days of us having a theme that is not awkwardly chosen by my mother. <laughs> uh, that's not a theme. That is correct. Uh, so we, uh, well, our guest almost bailed on us today uh, at the last second. And so our theme is how we got them to join us this evening. Kindness. Bullying. Because <laughs> we bullied her into coming. We, well, we, <laughs> in, in, in so many words, yes. Um, but I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they can go kind of hand in hand. We can discuss kindness um, and bullying, were you, I, cause right before we started recording, you said that you had never been bullied. Not really. That I mean, must be nice. 
Ask me that question. <laughs> John, have you ever yes! been <laughs> Tell us more. Which, choose an era. Uh, when, what is your first memory of being bullied? My first memory of being bullied? Yeah. <sighs> Middle school. Band. Band was the worst for me. Middle school band. They all uh, thought that I was gay. And so they decided to bully me heavily. Um, they, uh, I really liked the color guard, like the flag twirling and all that. And I got really good at it. Um, and um, the nickname that they gave me or any male color guard person was Flagget. Then when I joined pep band later on, I remember they used to hide my, my horn. They used to throw my uh, mouthpiece in the toilet and make me have to go fish for it. And then I remember one day we were about to hit uh, the halftime of the, ba- of the basketball. I almost said basketball show. It's not a show. It's a game. A uh, basketball game. And uh, I went to go step down from the bleachers and they emptied an entire huge bottle of valve oil in my hair. Um and uh thought it was the funniest thing ever and so i i didn't say anything i was just you know just trying to get home and it turned out the head of the color guard told the principal and the superintendent and got it shut down real quick so i ended up writing this huge uh story for my senior portfolio for testing or whatever for state testing um talking about her and how she was like my guardian angel and saved me in high school when everybody else was whatever i could go on and on i had yeah i had a teacher who uh used to grab my notebook and throw it down the hallway and say fetch a teacher a teacher he thought he was being really funny oh my god this is supposed to be funny and you're looking at me i'm so sad devastated for you like Okay, first of all, I had a pretty good time in high school. So, I... And good like, for you. Middle school was annoying. And another teacher said, lower your standards, John. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, no, we had very different experiences. Yes. I had a pretty good time in high school. Nobody really picked on me. I was very fortunate in that the older I got, when the older kids kind of left, that's mm-hmm. when I was able to like ignore all the bull crap but it was the older kids who were the worst to Mm me um the younger kids i could have snapped like a twig so it wasn't as terrifying (laughs) when you're a child and a and a bunch and a group of boys who tower over you pull you into an empty classroom and say i heard you're a faggot and i'm like no (laughs) and they're like just tell us we won't hurt you and i'm like i gotta go to math class (laughs) That happened. Oh my god! This is why this is not a good theme, John. Um. Well. Okay. So if we if we put this together, bulliness and kindness. Okay. Because then my guardian angel and color guard was kind in making sure that my uh, perpetrators paid for their bullying. So yeah, um, bullies slash kindness. Because you have no experience in that area. I bully you bullying a little bit. Or kindness. Yes. <laughs> See, right now I'm bullying you talking about kindness. <laughs> We're excited to welcome our next guest to the podcast. Olivia Cross is a stage manager whose work spans the globe. This year she joins Penobscot Theater Company for their 46th season. 
for their 46th season here in Bangor, Maine. Welcome to the podcast, Olivia. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, well said. (laughs) So you are a stage manager. You're currently... Um, while we're recording, it will be long after the fact once, once this comes out, but you're currently stage managing two shows at once with, uh, Penobscot Theatre Company's Dramatic Academy. Yes, we're, I'm stage managing Rebel Without a Cause and a goofy show called A Man from Planet 52. So, jumping right in, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done? I don't know if it was dumb, but it was probably not the best decision. So the college I attended had this pond, and it turned to the most nasty color of green every spring. And so we do a festival called Holy Festival, which is where you throw colored powder, and it's a celebration of spring and welcoming. Well, then you're all covered in powder, so we decided that it would be a jolly idea to jump in the pond and swim across the pond. But we were smart about it. We planned it. So we bought some floaty toys, and we were going to float across and not touch the green stuff. Well... I hop on my floaty, get about five or six feet out into this pond, which spanned quite a ways of campus. My friend gets on and immediately pops her floaty, and instead of just getting out, climbs over to mine, continues to sink my floaty, and we made it all the way across, but then we're covered in green, of which we later learned is slightly toxic and you shouldn't be in the pond. (laughs) So for those who were wondering about the Jack and Rose on the door... The answer is they will sink. The answer is you could make it across, but Jack would have <laughs> died of hypothermia if you're Jack or if you're Rose, and Jack was your friend with the popped floaty. So Livia, what can I call you, Olivia? Yeah. Okay. All right. What else um, would you call her? Yeah. Occasionally, whenever someone answers the phone and you know calls me up, I like to say, "Oh yes, um, my name is Sir Charles Ringham." Yeah. Do you? I do. Okay. So if you ever if you ever call me and I say Charles Ringham here (laughs) Ahoy hoy (laughs) I was waiting for that one. (laughs) You will not be confused by that. (laughs) Okay. Charles Ringham here, attorney at law. Nineteen forty five. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. How can I be of assistance to you? See here, doll. Oh my god. I'm I'm so sorry. Olivia. <laughs> that is your name, so that's what we're going to call you. Okay, Random tangent. Um, what in the near future are you most excited for? I don't know. This will be the first time in my life I'm actually out in a world that hasn't isn't ruled by school or work and stuff, and not going back to school in the fall. It's a chance to continue on a path and just do things and be controlling of myself, I guess. I don't know. So, Olivia, our theme today is double whammy. Um, since you are our last guest for the season, we've just double loaded everything on you. Okay. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, listeners, you could have seen the face that she just made. Her eyes bulged out of her head. Um, so... With our theme of bullying slash kindness, because um, that, that's something before we started recording, you had said that you had not experienced bullying. Right. Um, are you a bully? No. I was always very kind to everybody. Well, okay. Uh, well, I'm in <laughs> company that does not understand my plight, so that's great. Um, but no, what is, 
Um, what do you think makes what what do you what do you think is kind? That's a real deep question. Wow, what, I just what does that question there. even mean? That's too broad. Well, like for me, the idea of like kindness is not be. It, there's a difference between kindness and niceness, because like being nice is like. Oh, this person comes up to me and says, oh, do I look bad in this outfit? Being nice is saying, yes, you look good in that even though you don't. But being kind is is taking that extra step to help them find the thing that makes them look good. Kindness is the extra step that people do not normally go to, to like help someone. Because everyone can be nice. Everybody can hold the elevator door open and be nice but, you know, if the old lady needs to get on the elevator and you also offer to help walk her groceries in, that's being kind because you're seeing someone who has a need and then you're going that extra mile. Great. I think my answer though would be kind of similar because nice, nice is what happens during an interaction. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to be nice or you can choose to be whatever the mean. Not nice. Right. But kind is intentional. So you be kind with intention. Mm -hmm. But I think that line also gets muddled because there are people, I was going to say the opposite of nice is to be unkind, but then that would be the opposite of kind, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Now for our main segment, the anecdotal dote. Here's how it works. I've selected a random word only I've seen. Your job is to tell a true story based on that word and tell, and our theme, Uh, your job is to tell a true story based on that word and our theme of kindness slash bullies. I think for me it's bullies, for you all it's kindness. Great. Uh, are you ready for your word? Yes. Dream. Ooh, that's a good one. This is the first time you've ever said that to me when I've picked out a word. It's taken 19 episodes. Okay, this one's going to be on the vein of kindness. I think in terms of dream, I'm going to talk about reaching for dreams and going for dreams. It can be whatever so I think, I think art and theater is one of those things where as you're getting ready to leave high school and you're like, I'm going to go to college or I'm going to go into the workforce and I'm going to do theater. You have a lot of people who are like, well, don't do that. You're never going to make any money, blah, 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 blah. As much as I had a strong support system, there was always like the school and everyone who was like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But my theater teacher in high school was like I think if there's anybody out there who can do it that can go and do it I want it to be you and so go and do it and so I went to college and I had one of my majors was theater technical theater and I did it completed it was loving it and in my summer between freshman and sophomore year or the very end so high school was in session but college hadn't started yet she invited me back to teach, to talk to her class of seniors who was about to go to college. And so I was like, yes, sure. And so I was talking about my experiences and chasing what I'm after. And one of the girls came up to me after and she's like, you know, I've never had someone tell me I can, I can do art like that. I can go to school and do that. And uh, you're doing it and you're thriving and I'm seeing that you're doing it. And so I think I, think I really want to do it. And I was like, well, hey, if you need someone, I'm going to be in your corner. This teacher will 100% be in your corner. So, dreams and kindness. One of the children's theaters that I've worked for, their their goal was not to educate people in theater. 
their goal was to um, was to teach life skills because because that's such a and that's something I've carried with me ever mm-hmm. since working with them is the idea of yes of course like my love for this art form came from from being exposed to it but the the benefits that you get because I was not a sports person as referenced earlier when I called it a basketball show and not <laughs> a basketball game um, but I, I didn't have my my learning teamwork and perseverance and and you know responsibility didn't come from a sport it came from an art form mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the fact that there's so many people who can't speak in a public venue or they can't make a presentation at work because they're either deathly afraid or because they they can't make a coherent sentence sound legible. Theater and theater education allows them to experience that. (laughs) Olivia, one thing we didn't talk about earlier. Um, Did you feel bullied when you said you didn't want to be on this podcast? (laughs) You have to be honest. Not bullied. Peer pressured. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a form of bullying. (laughs) Do you regret being on the podcast? Not at all. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm tired of both of your all tonight. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. Okay. Uh, Olivia, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Lies. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I think we're at the end of this episode. Yep, sure looks like it. And that means there is only one episode left of this season. I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because that means there's only one episode left with me in it. Yes, that is true. That's something that we have not mentioned until our penultimate episode. Um, that you were you were leaving me and the podcast. And me. <laughs> and myself. My soul. Okay. That's a little extreme. I have said to you multiple times I could call in to be on this podcast. Um, no, once you're gone, I will forget who you are. But <laughs> I was gonna say we will still be friends. I am still reachable. I just won't be here physically. Um, you know, my grandfather said the same thing to me. And then one day he came up to me. Uh, and he said, I have got to go to the general store and get some cigarettes. Oh my God, this is not real. Do you and... even have a grandfather? <laughs> no, I was... <laughs> Do you remember that time you told me the story about beating a dead horse? And the whole thing was a lie? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, for... About how your grandfather had a horse farm or something? And it didn't tell you about the fact that it died in the barn the night before. And you went over there and started kicking it to try to wake it up. And he walked in and said, John, why are you beating a dead horse? Do you remember that? And now you're telling me another story about how your grandfather went out to the general store to get cigarettes. And let me guess, he never came back. Oh, it's like you live my life. Or you're just lying. <laughs> yeah, for for the podcast listener, um, I've started doing this thing with Laura where um, I have used my fictional grandfather to teach um, life lessons to her. 
she was doing something stupid and she what it wasn't getting through to her that she was doing something stupid. Um, so I decided to tell this story of my grandfather, um, who I did have a horse named Squire, but it did not die. Uh, and it's still alive. Oh, I'm uh, yes. It, he drank elixir. Um, <laughs> he drank milk of the poppy, and that just um, that just kept him alive. He's uh, he's touring Italy right now. <clears throat> the horse or your grandfather? Yes. <laughs> The, um, the horse with your grandfather. Yes, but the horse is on my grandfather's back instead of vice versa. Um, we've digressed with this, but yep, regardless, anyway. I told this whole story about how um, my horse had died and how I was beating it to try and get it to stand up. And your face looked like, I can't believe he's telling me that he abused an animal. Yeah, I was really offended by the fact that you had beaten a horse. And then, and I, then I realized what was happening. Not until I said, then my grandfather said, stop beating no, a dead horse. Because Meredith And then was you there. rolled your eyes no, 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 harder Mer- than a baker with a roll of pastries. For our listeners, John also does this thing where he'll be in the middle of a story and doesn't think I'm listening. So he says, random things like and then the monkey started the pineapple oh my god i've never said that word on this podcast i know monkey i I can't believe you just said (laughs) (laughs) well since you're leaving i'm gonna either do that or i'm gonna get you to um to say things how do you say overlord overlord okay great i've got you saying that now (laughs) <laughs> oh, you little <laughs> More context. I told Laura when she said she was leaving me on the podcast that I was going to edit her saying things. And she said, well, I've never said overlord before on the podcast. So good luck trying to get me to say it. That was the easiest bait I have I ever I thrown out. <laughs> Ever. You are leaving us and going where? Sorry, I am going to Wisconsin. I will be covering a short stint. You're returning to your life as a bear boobian. I'm not actually. Uh, I am going to spend the next three months in Spring Green, Wisconsin, home of American Players Theater, where I will be stepping in for an, as the interim assistant production manager. So uh, next week is our last episode with you as my co-host. It's true. So a lot when of... this airs, I will have already been in Wisconsin for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> I will be like, oh, who's that Laura person? Wow. You're That's not true. About me so if you ever wanted to tell Laura something about her being my assistant. Wow. Slash co-host. Uh, now is your chance. Send us any of your messages or thanks or uh, criticisms of her loud, obnoxious laugh. Um, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I'd say it in jest. I love your laughs. All 300 of them. <laughs> There's um, a lot of them. Send us any sort of message or thanks uh, via our email, which is the anecdotal. I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I think you're stroking out. I am. Uh, send it to us uh, via theanecdotaldote at gmail.com or by messaging us on our Facebook page. I'm sorry. Um, I just drop kicked a mouse. Um, it was wearing a pink tutu. Why is it going to be a pink 
Um, I did you just hear that squeak? In a collar with a tie and top hat. If you have a story inspired by our theme of bullies slash kindness with the buzzword dream. Dreams. We would love to hear from you. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Remember, everyone has a story to tell, especially you. So send them in. We're excited to listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. John is my overlord. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.